<laughs> Welcome to Chicago, the city of sirens. Seriously, every five seconds is. <laughs> Dude, my place, it's like on Damon, which is more of a main vessel or like a not a vessel vein uh, than like I thought. But yeah, you hear this? It's just. <laughs> These are like the perfect samples, though. I feel like most people, you could make a perfect sample out of it. I mean, honestly, sometimes these noises make shit just feel more real. That it's like, oh, yeah, we're in a house, you know. We're... I mean, you could maybe even hear stuff in the studio. I remember, like, at Columbia, we were underground, but it was, like, right in the loop. And you would hear the train still, like, just the rumbling. Bro. Like, I, I don't, like, I don't get like good. I look at those apartments. I look at the apartments next to like the train stations. You're like, hmm, why the fuck would you ever live there? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I would I would hate that. Like, I mean every five seconds. Like, what? I'm so intense about like noises and stuff too that I'm I just I don't want to be like sleeping and working my ears more than I need to. Cause like I already feel yeah. like living in the city, you're like straining your ears a lot. I mean, you're already, yeah, especially if you're if you're making music, bro. Or like anything like <clears throat> music orientated, like every sound counts. Like you'll be at the lake, you'll be mm-hmm. standing here listening to something, even if it's like someone saying something, like someone says something super clever in a joke and they say like, oh, like, oh shit, but you put this a little closer, my fault. Now you can hear me. But I said like, so when you're, there's all good jokes contain true shit, right? That's what they said. So you hear people say a good joke and it tends to turn into a fire ass bar, bro. But yeah. then when you hear that shit when you're trying to sleep, like that that's why I can't sleep with the TV on, dude. The TV's on, I'm just all my mind's already thinking about it. I'm like <laughs> You're thinking about it like in your sleep. Basically. Yeah, like eyes closed and you're just like, Okay, like what did that guy say? Oh, that was funny. Like, what? Like I can't do that. Yeah, you're listening to the new Bill Burr stand up. Yeah, like Steve that's Bill. real, bro. <laughs> you want me to turn you up a little bit yeah, so you can yeah. stand? Be a little bit farther it's away. Definitely a little. There we turn it. Yeah, there we go. Now I hear me. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Word. Okay, man. Well, thanks for coming through. Thank you for having. Appreciate me. it. Of course. Bro. Literally, like day of, I'm like, yeah, Yo, you want to come through? And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. A little waking up from a nap. <laughs> little like backstory. I mean, I've known you for a long time. It's been a minute. We went to high school together. Maybe damn near grade school together. Yeah, it's been like a decade it's been more than a decade because i moved here in seventh grade so in the middle of seventh grade was when oh okay so yeah i went to wilmette junior high i didn't go to what was the other ones high crest or something high crest yeah there? high crest yeah. talking about uh northern suburbs of chicago I here fucking it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah dude well welcome i uh i'm excited because like i actually want to hear the story Okay, okay. The story of how it all started, basically. And also, you want to introduce yourself really quick? Yeah, I'm actually going to introduce myself as my alias. My name is Tay July. I go by Tay July Music. No, I just go by Tay July. First off, I got to put this out because there's so many times where I'll be trying to talk to somebody and they're like, oh my God, T July or T Julie. I'm like, dude, it's Tay July. So my real name is Devonte Reed, right? That's that gave y'all my government name, bro. <laughs> we can yeah, it can be gone you if got, we you need. You got to do Devonte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Devonte is my my name. I'm actually named after a singer from Jodeci. Uh, that's my mom named me after. 
he was named out. His name was Devontae Swang. Apparently, he was a light skinned, good looking fella, too. So, but uh, yeah, I wait, what's the band? Jodeci. It's, it's a group of musicians. So, it, you, I would say Google them. I can't even sit down and like tell you exactly what they're like because I feel like it's more like OG music. And I don't even listen to that many, like, I don't listen to a lot of music. To be honest. What, what genre? I would say, I think it's R&B, just like okay. classic R&B. Like, it's the type of stuff that back then, like, you know, it was different back then. Like, R&B back then, in my opinion, was like real, it was sexy as hell, bro. Like, yeah. Everyone's just like waving around, like chilling, good vibe music. But I think a lot of people, yeah, they used to like vibe to that shit for sure. A lot of, a lot of ladies and stuff. It was kind of like I don't know if they were equivalent to like a some type of boy band or something like that, but it definitely Does, was. So like was this like the nineties or like a little bit earlier, maybe? Shit, possibly. We, Shit, we're not gonna to look it up now, but say, <laughs> definitely it has to be something like that because my mom was like, "Oh my god, yeah, mm, they're my favorite." Okay, okay, Inter- I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's who I'm named after. But yeah, I'm Devonte, man. That's. And Tay, I go by Tay July, and it's crazy because I changed my name a lot, like within the rap stuff. Yeah, well, can we go through the? the, (laughs) What what did we start with? Because, dude, I remember you were releasing like rap music when we were in high school. Yeah, I would say like fresh, maybe. Well, bro, your boy had shit in the tuck it, bro. Like my (laughs) fuckers didn't know I had music, like because I was making music when my brother started, so I was a shorty. Like maybe like I can give you the exact age, but it was super young. Like maybe like. I was like 12, 13, maybe like he was always making music and stuff like on FL studio. Um, but he, I think he was the person who wrote my first song, but he was the one who also gave me my first name. I was like, yo man, I don't know what to go by. Like the biggest decision you'll think you'll ever make. <laughs> and when you're making me, it's like not that important. <laughs> yeah, but it's exactly. Cool. Yeah. So I'm not going to the DMV. It's like, yeah, I'm stepping in the studio. I'm can be whoever the fuck I want. <laughs> like, so it started off at he's like, yo man, like, Nigga, they should just call you Jay Snapback because you like a lot of snapbacks. Because I used to fucking, I still do, bro, and I don't like fitted caps. Like, they yeah. don't fit my head right. So I used to rock. No, I don't like fitted caps that much. Bro, they're just. But we also were, like, skaters, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of a. Like, we, no one was wearing fitted hats is what I'm saying. And at that point, like, fitted hats at that point were, like, precious it was like mm. if you bent a brim or took the sticker off on the fitted it was like yo what, yeah, what, the yeah. fuck? what are you doing <laughs> yeah like we were yeah we were skating we would take our shit off bend the fuck out of our shit throw it across the thing and have yeah, other homies sweaty. wearing it and shit yeah you'd have the sweat the white stain the sweat white stain yeah 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 like, oh shit it's like crystal salt on oh, the side of your head <laughs> yeah yeah so that's how we so yeah my brother was like yeah they should just call you jay snapback and i'm like all right you know, I'll go with that one. Like, that one sounds good. Um, yeah. Fast forward, we went to, when I moved to Vegas, so I moved to Las Vegas when I was 21. So when I was 21, I was making beats. And every artist knows, like, your alias, like, I like to separate, obviously, like, Tay July from Devante, right? Like, I would assume that most rappers or most people who do art or anything, it's like, those are two different things, like, you know, I'm Devontae during the day, and then when I start making music, I'm like, oh, I'm Tay July or whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, I can't be Jay Snapback because Jay Snapback's a rapper. So what can I do next? So I was like, all right. I was like, I'm going to go by Drama. I was like, let's do Drama J. I kept the J part, and I was like, let's do Drama J. And then one of my homies named Zuda, shout out Zuda. Um, I had met him, and he was like, 
he called me that shit religiously. That was like the first time in my life I would say where like homies were actually calling me that. By your By, aliens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'd be like, yo, man, you check out drama? You're like, yo, what's drama doing? Yo, drama, let me get a beat. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy, bro. Like, I guess some drama. I would show up to a scene. Like, I remember it was Zuda's birthday and I showed up. They would just introduce me. It's like, yo, this that nigga drama, bro. He makes beats. That's that nigga drama, bro. He makes beats. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> So you don't want to slip up. Be like, oh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Devon Drama. Call me Drama, shorty. <laughs> like, so I went to Drama, Drama J. And then it went to, uh, what was after Drama J? Oh, this is one that a lot of people don't know about. And then it went to uh, Von Victorious. I don't think, I'm not even sure if I know. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of people don't know that one. So there was a time when uh, I was making a lot of music at JB's house. Because mm-hmm. I had a, I was staying with my girl at the time, so I was like, all right, you know how it is. Like for me, I couldn't record in a crib like that. Like I don't have a, I didn't have a precious setup like this at that time. Like I was like going into corners of rooms, being like, all right, like you know, she's gone. Like it's time to drop this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. But it's on a time crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then I started get, I started talking to JB, and I was like, bro, let me. I brought a whole desktop. J- JB's a. High, Jay, school, high school friend yeah justin people. yeah justin brown he's one of my homies <laughs> justin <beep>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> justin brown that's my fucking guy i love that little bro bro um but yeah it got to the point where i was like he was pretty involved in it too which is what a lot of people don't know like because jb me and jb talk every day like in these conversations probably like four hours like it's one of those homies where it's like four Word. hours all yeah. day like it'll be dead silence motherfuckers won't be saying anything Yo, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. What you doing? <laughs> it's like, all right, bro. Like, it was nice. But he he was like, at that point, I needed him, honestly. I still do now. But at that point, it was real crucial because I was like living with my girl. Didn't really know. Like, I knew I wanted to pursue me. I wanted to pursue music at that time. But like, I was in a relationship with a newer girl. And like, throwing that on the table is yeah. a hard thing to throw on the table. So I was like, all right, like. I'm going to have to do this shit like more low key or like, you know, move around and shit. Like, so JB was like, yo, bro, like if you can't record at the crib, like if she's sleeping and shit, like, yo, bring that shit over here, bro. Brought the whole desktop, bro. Brought oh, the whole, damn. Dude. Yeah. Brought the whole cyber. <laughs> what was it? The cyber power PC. Oh, really? Yeah. One of these bad boys down here that say a fucking, you plug all your shit into yeah, it to make I sure set it's my like, weed on top of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was a burner. <laughs> yeah. So I bought that. Yeah. So I got that, but brought it over to his crib. And yeah, at that point, I was like, all right, like I was working on the radio. So yeah, I was, no, I was, I was just going like, to say, yeah. look at this guy. So professional, like Mike to the lips. Like your <laughs> voice sounds so sexual in this. It's, he said, yeah, yeah, you know, I used to work on the radio. I don't have to tell you how to use a mic. Like, it's great, you know. All you got to do is talk in this thing. Yeah, all you got to do is talk. It'd still be hard, though, bro. It's still fi- it's hard to find like the right. Like right here, I'm like, okay, perfect. Yeah, right yeah. Right here, it's see, but you're thinking it. about it is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, definitely conscious of the sound, bro. That's why I said I couldn't sleep when there's TV on. I'm too conscious <laughs> of sounds, bro. Word. It's fucking poison. But uh, yeah, JB told me to bring the shit over, and I was working on the radio. And at that time, I was trying to like be really low key because I wasn't, I wasn't. I was working for the radio, but I wasn't on it yet. Yeah, but also, let's just say that, like, this was a big job, too. Like, you were working for, was it 107 or was it bro, KISS? It was te- it was iHeart Media, bro. iHeart, like, It okay, was okay. all of them. So, it was 107.5. It was 103.5 KISS FM. It was V103. 
It was 95.5. At that time, it was 95.5 big, the country station. Like, I worked for every single station there. Yeah. And doing stage crew and, and being backstage and being able to go to concerts and shit. Yeah. We should talk more about that, too, because, like, I'm in, like, because podcasting, podcasting is kind of like radio, but it's like. Yeah, yeah. Honest radio. This is honest radio. Yeah. Like, for real. I, I, I'll, I have a question to ask you, but keep going and I'll ask you it. All right. Yeah. So. So I was super nervous because I didn't want my job to see me rapping at that time because I was over here saying all sorts of foul shit, which I I mean, I thought it was foul at that time. But compared to a lot of the shit that's out now, I was like, yeah, my shit was more like refreshing. You know what I'm saying? Like it was I may have said some like foul shit or I may have said some shit like, you know, dropping hella niggas and dropping hella bitches and dropping hella, you know, so and so. But at that time, I was like, bro, like. They're not gonna like it. Like they're gonna hear this shit and they're gonna fire. It's my gonna ass. like compromise your job. Yeah, because they had yeah. followed me on like Instagram and everything. Um, and then so I was like, all right, I'm gonna make an alias again. I was like, Drama Jay's dead. Even though homie still called me Drama, the ones that I made music mm-hmm. for, made beats for, they still called me Drama. Um, but then I was like, all right, let me think of something else. Devon, Devonte, like Von something. But yeah, I was like, okay, I gotta get some. I've always, I've always been the person that likes to go with something involved with the name like i couldn't be like if my name's devon my full name is Devonte jarrell reed right so i was like okay like that's where the j comes from was the jarrell and i was like okay like i wouldn't just be like a yeah call me you know little blackberry smash you know call me a little you know no nah, <laughs> like, goose island yeah it's like nah i mean if it made sense if i was drinking a lot of goose island at that time maybe i could have used it but i've always liked the For name sure. so then at that time it went and that's how I found Von Victorious. I was like, all right, Devontae. And then I just added the Victorious at the end. And then after that, like, you know what's crazy, too, is that a lot of that music, bro, at that time is, I don't even know if it's, if I can even find it anymore. Like, I mm-hmm. think something had happened to my old computer and I didn't have a hard drive. Still don't have a hard drive. I need to get one, make sure I fucking... Talking about it in your brain or are you talking about it? I'm just joking. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, the hard drive is my bro. Yeah, but there's nothing worse than, like, remembering the song but not remembering, like, <laughs> the whole thing. So I was like, all right, either way, switch the name. Yeah. Lost a lot of that amazing music. It was really good music. Hopefully I can find it and go back and maybe re-record some of it or whatever because I still remember it. Yeah, it's still in the hard drive in the brain, like, vocal-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, Beat-wise... I don't know. I think I, I might have lost a lot of the beats that, that I was working with at that time. Um, for sure. But, yeah, and then after that, I was like, all right, time for another name, bro. Like, cause <laughs> I, it, was, it was working, though. We got a lot of clout. Like, we, I, we made a separate page and everything. And, like, I was going live a lot. And there was only a few homies that knew about that page. And I think it was, like, Steven, Bancoli, some of our homies from yeah homies from day one yeah day thing. one homies like the ones that i was like yeah like family wise i was like all right sent it to them and i remember some of them will hop in on the live and shit but a lot of the time it was a bunch of random ass people and i was like damn like there's people in here that are like yo when are you dropping the shit yo fire fire yeah. i'm like i don't know if we broke an algorithm or if we did something on instagram but the sh- that page got a lot of clout for like no reason. Really? Yeah. It mean it was and we used to call it uh at that time it was FMFT. It was like free mind, free thought. That's what we were like representing, like wave wise. We're like, all right, that's us. FMF FMFT, free mind, free thought. Now, you know, I took a break and I think it was kind of needed because I at that time I was going through a lot of stuff. 
and you could probably hear it in the music. We could also talk about it if we need to, but like it was. We're, we're gonna get into the music. That. Yeah, probably. Um, so I was like going through a lot of shit. So I took kind of a break and was like, you know, doubting myself a lot. Like I don't know if this is for me. Like should I really do this? Um, but then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like this is some shit that I love doing. Like I need to like step back into this. Like this is what's gonna make me happy at that time because I didn't have a lot of shit that was making me happy. Like really, like I didn't. You know, I talked to my brother, but even now, like, I haven't seen my brother in, like, shit, maybe, like, five over five years. And that's me being, like, you know, easy on it. Like, it may be But long. your brother is still, like, into growing, like, Bro. the beats. And, like, Bro. he'll send you some cr- – I've heard some of his beats and been like, wow, this is great. Bro, he's the, he was, he's the GOAT, bro. Like, whatever you – like, literally, <laughs> if you heard my brother's eyes, I saw him, they, like, yeah, I'm just an extension of him, honestly. Like, he taught me everything from what I know. Like, I, like I said, like, 12 years old, 12, 13, like, he used to make all sorts of beats, and that's when Neptunes and shit was, What like, does he go by now? Little shout-out? He goes, yeah, shout-out Analog Dash. So you'll hear me say, like, Dash. I'll say Dash on certain songs, like, Analog Dash. If you ever hear that, yeah, that's my older brother. Word. Um, but, yeah, so I went to, you know, I tried to make it simple on the, on the last part of the name. I was like, okay, this is the last one. Like, I'm going to finalize this one. I was like, okay, Devonte, and I was like, all right, like, I'm gonna just say Tay, like I liked it, I like the Tay part, and then I just did the month of my birthday, which is July, which yeah. is this month. So I was, well, the month that we're sitting in now, because this is where it's getting recorded in. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, okay, Tay July, let's just do that. So I don't think I'll ever change it again, to be real with you, because I think it counts kind of, it sounds sexy. Like, no, it's nice. If you put that rolls in off the tongue, I think about it. You got to think about it. If you're at a music festival and you're with your friends and you're like, you know, you, no, actually, you, you're with your friends. You run into a different group of people who you're like kind of friends with, and you're like, oh, who are you going to see? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to see Tay July. I'm going to see blah blah blah. Like it rolls off the tongue in that. Hell way. yeah. Hell There's yeah. certain names where it's like. Wait, who the fuck are you going? To, like, what is that name? Cyril Jackson the third time. Like, what yeah. the who? There's yeah. some names that just don't roll off the tongue, but that one does. Good. Yeah, that's that yeah. was the that was the main goal because I think obviously that's super important. Like something that's like people can actually remember. For sure. So yeah, that's how I got a uh, word. Right, well, thank names. you for that that <laughs> that explanation. Not T July, not T Julie, not Jewel Osco, motherfuckers. Don't look at me. I just said I said it's T July. So no, it's, it's Tay July. No crazy things above the E. No, everyone's always thought like they think Devontae spelled like, like how would I mean, you know how to spell my name? So yeah, if, it's, right. if it was a random, they would assume it's like D E V, and then right, yeah, either A N T E, and then with like a thing at the. Over I'm a the horrible e. speller. Luckily, I just Bro. know your name and like I I know how to spell, Bro. but I would be that guy. Even to this day, dude, I'll receive text messages and it'll be like like when I get new phones, like is this Devonte? And it'll be somebody that's super close to me, bro, that I've kicked uh-huh. him up multiple times. And I'm like, you just spelled that shit heinously, bro. I like <laughs> the respect, dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even fault people on that shit anymore. As long as you got pretty close. <laughs> like, you know. Man, you got to be careful with some of the the foreign names. You better be like, man, I don't know. You might want to <laughs> yeah. tell me, bro. Yeah. I feel that, man. I, uh, I, I just realized normally I start this with, a completely like like an icebreaker question but yeah we yeah. don't we don't really need that but i still want to ask it yeah. and then i also we're going to talk a little bit more about like the radio stuff but yeah i'll ask you my question 
so we can kind of segue and then we can talk about some beats too and we'll, we'll yeah. play some beats maybe we just play a beat right here and like, we'll just edit that in <laughs> for the editor honestly sure. um but the question is what was your first concert Ooh. i think my first concert which would make sense actually my first concert was wiz khalifa that was like mm. the first concert I went to, and that's we were literally talking about Wiz on this last one with this other dude. Yeah, bro, yeah, dude, fuck yeah, Wiz Khalifa, like why? And this is this is wife beater Wiz, bro. Like there's that. Yeah, yeah. Bro. When he was really skinny, now he's like <laughs> jacked. I mean, he always bro. had like a he was you know he's a big yeah, he's he, a tall dude, so he's probably strong, but he was skinny. And you I know? swear, and you got Gilly the Kid going at him, like, that motherfucker in his drawers. I'm not trying to watch that niggas kick motherfuckers in his drawers and shit. I'm like, yeah, Wiz, man. So what era Wiz was this? Was this like? This was Ink My Whole Body, I Don't Give a Motherfuck Wiz. This okay. was this was my favorite Wiz. Like, yeah. There was, a, there was I guess, my two favorite phases of Wiz, I would say, because I would, I would consider Cabin Fever, like, at that time, like, equivalent to like ink my whole body like he has star power and, and prince of the city prince of the yeah. city too he had so many good mixtapes yeah and just and that's when johnny giuliano bro the johnny, johnny giuliano johnny giuliano yeah yeah and dude and at that back then like think about like the sounds that he was making back then like johnny giuliano like i reminded me of like halloween style sounds like yeah they were very like they had a lot of reverb on him. Like he, he did a lot of. I like, remember a lot of good shit. I remember like that was like right before trap music became a thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember you came over to my house when I first bought like some fucking production stuff. Like I had the most <laughs> basic setup, and I didn't know what the fuck I was. I didn't even know what a chord progression was, and we were making like some some drill beat. And I just remember the highest praise was like way later, like I don't know, probably recently. You're like, dude, you've come a long way. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like because you were the fucking dude. And now I feel like I've leaned heavier into the production, and it's like, you know, it's just it's just funny how shit goes because you got so much time, and it's just interesting to see what people choose to do with their time and develop their skills you know bro that that's honestly why i've always respected you dog like just from me to Thanks, you dog. honestly i used to like you know how it is bro like it is it's like really lonely like being a musician or being an artist because a lot of the times it's like you're spending time with yourself and then sometimes you're learning things about yourself that's like i mean as a rapper at least i mean i could say the same thing as painters too like you know whatever comes out of the subconscious whatever comes out of the mind it's like sometimes those things like you were like damn it's almost like I shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. Now I'm saying it in the song. It's like I'm telling myself, like, yo, dog, don't do that. And it's hard to take that shit. It's hard to take advice yeah. from yourself. But that's, like, the best person to take it from. Because, you know, damn well, if I was like, Jerry, man, put the blackberry cherries down, bro. Like, stop the pocket. Get a job. Do this. Do that. It's like, Right, bro, yeah. Like, nah. No, like, there's this thing, too, that I actually have recently talked about with some people. Is like, if you just have, like, this un like relentlessly positive or like almost like you're not even based in reality like mm -hmm. positivity about like what you're doing you're like no fucking i'm gonna make it it's like it's like the fake it till you make it like you have to you can't be surrounded by a bunch of people that are like eh, i don't know man like if you got one person in your corner that's just like 
bro, this is the best shit. Are you kidding me? This is sick. It doesn't even matter if it's good. That eventually might lead to like that might be the seed to lead to something that really is good. But if you're if you're getting shot down, it's bro. tough. It's tough. It's bro. I feel like I have a love or hate relationship with it because my brother taught me that. Like my brother, bro. Like this is just me being honest. I don't listen to a lot of music at all. Like I haven't heard any mm. new Drake stuff. I I haven't. You haven't listened to the new. Drake I haven't. Album? I haven't listened to Donda. <laughs> I haven't fully listened to Donda. Like you know. I mean. There's not a lot. I mean, to be honest, yeah. I listen to beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I listen to beats or I make my yeah. own shit. And to be honest, I listen to my own stuff because I'm trying to figure out the small sounds to fix. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I you know. feel like a narcissist sometimes because I listen to my shit so much that I'm like, you have to. I need to. But there's also a balance there. You mm-hmm. can't listen to it too much. I know, like, like that would um, be crazy. <laughs> there's a specialness to not listening to something too much, too. It yeah. keeps it fresh. Very true. Like, I just get inspired easily, too. So if yeah. I listen to another person, like, I'll listen to them and be like, oh, like, I want to make a song like them. And I and I hate that. Like, I hate listening. Like, I, it's nice to be inspired by certain things and inspired by certain artists and everything. And, like, you know, you can take a certain thing from somebody, maybe throw it in a cauldron and, cre- and ultimately create something that's completely original to yourself. But you do have to be very careful with that, especially in today's industry, because there are a lot of people out here. They're like, you know, this motherfucker sound like this. Like when fucking right. this, when designer came out they were like, they didn't want to give buddy a shot. They counted him out because he looked he sounded like future. And yeah. They were like designer future panda panda like that's future. And it's like, bro. But in reality, it's just sad because a lot of people weren't necessarily listening to his bars. Like people weren't listening to the music. They were listening. It's like what you it's not what you say it's how you say it. And he was saying it according to everybody else like future and now look at him where's designer i don't know future still yeah wait here. that's actually a, so where is design i don't even apparently know. he's been working on some shit someone told me they were like yo designers heard new shit like it's actually decent i'm like i hope really? so okay. I, nobody should have counted buddy out um yeah for sure i feel you you know that was that's that's even weird to think because designer i met him once too and that really yeah he was teed up and i was like oh boy was where weird. was this that was back it was in i think it was big jam one year backstage like that motherfucker was was this through the iheart thing yeah this is yeah, yeah, this, this is a good way to talk about iheart then because like yeah. i'm just curious like because you were saying that podcasting is like the true i don't know exactly i forget exactly what you true, said but yeah, it's like true form of radio in my opinion yeah like it's just more intimate yeah and uh i'm curious just genuinely from my perspective like what were the pitfalls of that radio industry like that big iheart is you know national that's a it's a huge company yeah um i would say like like right now, I'm sitting on this. Like it's me and you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just me and you. Like I could say we're both the big fish in here. Like yo, like this is all you. You know, this is us right now. Whatever happens after this episode, like this is on us. And I like having a lot of control. So when I was working at iHeart, you start realizing like you're kind of just like, yo, motherfucker, come here, press this button, do this, do that. And you're like, mm-hmm. bro, but I can do way more than that. And like right. I'm not getting the satisfaction as I would be if I was in my house doing this by myself like this. Like, yo, like I, I was, I did podcast that. I, I remember we were talking about doing a podcast while you were at I, I Yeah. Yeah. I and then, that, yeah. yeah. And I used to be nervous about that too. Like having any, sort yeah, of like pod, it like, would be adversarial. Yeah. Like, like any, competing. 
any yeah yeah there was that i i I couldn't necessarily compete with the radio station at that time like say for example if i actually did something hopefully they could have like been like yo man like we need you like integrate yeah integrate me into iheart yeah whatever's going on but nah like nah it was it was kind of limiting so like but you'd go in there and were you running tracks like were you just like organizing shit to make sure it's all like like what was like the day-to-day at iheart because you were also were you talking yeah so that was later down the line at the beginning it started when i first got hired it was stage crew so i would just like show up well i don't want to say a stage crew it's called promotion so you're technically Mm -hmm. just promoting the station like the homies you see outside with tables fucking giving out free shirts taking photos and then the personality would show up, bro. You would get like, you know, shout out Tone, bro. Honestly, I, I could say like, like honestly, as far as the people that worked at that company, yeah, not, nothing but respect for them, bro. Like for sure, uh, literally treated me like family dog. And then they also taught me a lot about work ethic. That's what I think mattered the most out of everything. Four years of that, I'm blessed that I was able to see like what it took to get to that next level. I'm like, okay, like I'd be in the station at 4 a.m. doing Steve Harvey because I used to do the Steve Harvey morning show. Like, and at that time, yeah, it was like mix, not I want to say mixing the tracks, but it was like making sure the commercials are, are there on time, like making sure he's, because it was syndicated. So he was, I think, recording from LA or something. Mm. So I'd have to like make sure like his levels are nice, you know, just do the music shit. Same way we're controlling Well, like I'm actually curious about the the specificity of it because like, Let's say, I'm curious how it's structured. Like, how many commercials do you have to have? How do you slot them in? So, essentially, like, people who bought commercials, like, they would have them played at specific times. And I would have basically, like, a Bible. You would have, like, a log that would say, like, this is when this break is supposed to come in. Like, and I think it was at, usually it's at, like, the 58. So, it would be, like, 1258, 158, so-and-so. It would be something like that. It'd be it's because that two-second, like, little gap is, like, your Man. buffer. Yeah, it was basically just like a huge soundboard and just mm. there were usually it'd be it, it was pretty easy. It's just like being in sync. Like, okay, this you get three tracks for the most part, mostly four. It's like, okay, this is the show where this is Steve Harvey on the way left on this on this track here. Then you got this commercial, one, then you got the second commercial, two, then you got the third commercial and it's linked to the third channel. And you're basically looking at those times and making sure everything is lined up because say for example Say if we're having a bomb conversation and we're supposed to go to break, like at the 58, say if it's like 157 and we're still talking and it goes to 159, like technically my job is like, yo, I can't make that happen. I mean, I'm going to have to control that because those people who bought those spots for those commercials, they buy them at a specific time. It's like Mm. if you, because they know that like at 12 o'clock people are in their cars or on lunch break or at one o'clock. So like every minute had counted, like every little second, bro. Like, when motherfuckers, oh, it's okay, I'll show up, you know, five, ten minutes late to work. I'm like, boy, if I showed up, like, yeah, that's one not minute a job. late. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Where even if I showed late. up one minute late, bro, everything, because it just compounds. It's like one minute turns into this, 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 it goes to two minutes. And so this. what do you do when someone's talking over, but it's good combo? You got two or options. Whatever. You yeah. either, you either, if you're with them. Most of the time, if you're with them. They look at you? Yeah, like, you'll, you'll, you'll throw a sign or something. Be like, Is there, like, a clock? Uh, or, so the same way that we're looking at Ableton or like the program we're recording on right now, like I would have another computer too. So I would look at it. And if I was a person, you know, if I was on air personality, I'd be able to see when shit's coming. 
But mm. say if I had an interview, I wouldn't be looking at the screen. I'd be looking at, you know, Lori Harvey, fine guy, bro. Okay, so you're like, if someone goes over, you just like kind of see how far they go. They're kind of yeah. with it. They understand. Or you just cut them, bro. Or you just like, you just, yeah. Uh-huh. If it's really important, because some shit's really important to make sure it gets played. Especially if it's an event for the month or something like that, like you know the Black Women's Expo or you know something like that. That's like it means a lot to the city. Mm. Like yeah, dog. Like I'm gonna have to cut you. And you know, most of the time they know. Like in that industry, like you, the way people dealt with mistakes and like dealt with constructive criticism was like it was different it was a lot different like they were able to take everything and they really did take construct like constructive criticism is like bro i'm really trying to help you like i know this person's trying to help me like no selfishness or anything like they were trying to give me secrets like this is what you need that's how i got on air in the first place i was asking everybody i was asking all the on airs like how do i get on air bro when i was in mm. promotions doing stage crew setting up next to him i'm sitting here like you know, these guys are getting paid hella bread. I'm getting paid $12 an hour at that time. And like tone is sitting next to me and I'm looking at his rate. And, you know, I'm not trying to you know say his rate, but I can tell you right now that they're paying that motherfucking tenfold boy. Yeah. Like he was blessed on that shit. Yeah. And then when I'm looking at it, I'm like, all right, how do I get there? That's kind of, that's like always the person I've been is like, all right, like, I don't, I guess now I skateboard for fun. But like, if you catch me doing a lot of shit, like streaming on Twitch or, even like I would say, yeah, I guess skateboarding back then and, you know, music like I'm competitive, dog. Like yeah. I don't do shit for fun. Like I don't just sit at the house and be like, oh, like, let me just like go do this because this shit's fun. It's like, no, nah, I'm trying to do this shit because I want to be the fucking best or at least the best that I think I can be. You yeah. Know what I mean, so and that's how a lot of people at the station were like, I would look at them and they were like, yo, this is what you got to do. Like they were putting in the fucking hours, bro. Yeah. Like. It's like sleeping at the station, staying there. Yeah, I remember you were telling days. me you were there late as fuck and Bruh. sleeping there and whatever. Yeah, crazy. that's really that that radio life's crazy. That sounds like, I mean, it sounds like good experience. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Like, I it definitely leveled me up for sure. Yeah, let's let's play a track. Which one do you want to play? Um, we got. Yeah, what do we have on there? We got. Seconds of bars, DC show. All right, changes. so okay, I feel like I should. You want to? Yeah. So oh six, yeah, yeah, we could talk about that. So sixty seconds of bars. Um. So I performed that recently when I was in DC, and the shitty part about it is that that was the first song. So I was like, all right, I'm, I was a first act too. So I'm like, all right, I gotta make sure this shit's like teed up because a lot of my music is is pretty chill. I would say like pretty laid back kind of shit. And, like it's uh, more like boom bap songs with some real ass lyrics type of deal yeah it'll be like i would i would say like not trying to box be, you in <laughs> yeah it's like damn let me out man. let me out <laughs> i would say it's like yeah you could say boom bap or like more low-key style beats or even mm-hmm. i would say wavy honestly like i would Wait, say i'm pretty wavy like you'll listen to a lot of this shit and you'll be like all right like if you're smoking or if you're just like chilling by yourself i'm the type of person you would listen to should we go with sixty seconds of bars? Just to- yeah, okay. So we can go sixty seconds of bars. This this one is is a hard song though, like beat wise. Okay. So yeah, we could we could we could jam that. K and L the Bushi. Sixty seconds of bars. 
I know y'all plotting on my downfall, been spotted from a mile away I seen too many switch, true intentions never stick, I promise I will never switch I gave them day one songs, man it's too hard for me to lose my balance Somehow my chalice, steady filled with malice, been busy taking shots, y'all talking about some practice I've been posting by my lawn now, this Iverson bout action, I ain't in the white, I'm focused on this cabbage Stuck to rapping, now I'm stuck in this and knew this shit would happen I was never in the dramas, but I knew that chick was acting and she couldn't play a role I had to keep one role just to keep my soul from going <gasps> Before I get too old I'm going ghost but still gonna sneak this you with these quotes Till I find a way to stay composed Until it make me rich I'm ten feet deep in this with open toes Does it end right here? Yeah oh, That's why it's called 60 seconds of bars That's literally exactly 60 seconds Shout out KNL the bougie KNL the bougie from fucking Russia man This is a funny story so I dropped 60 seconds of bars and I didn't know if you're a producer out here, I recommend that you start doing this though. If you drop anything on the internet, drop anything, you know, make sure you back it up with some sort of Shazam or something like that. This motherfucker, I wake up to a DM. I found this beat on YouTube. I think it was, or it was a YouTube or B star. I think it was YouTube. So I got the beat. I was like, all right, recorded it. And I was like, I'm just going to drop this shit. You know, after I do the DC show, I get a message on Instagram and he's like, yo, bro, well, like, I think you rapped over one of my beats. And I was like, who is this little nigga digging in my shit? Who is this, bro? What do you want? And he was like, yo, man. I was like, what beat you make? It's like, I made 60 seconds of bars. And I was like, mm. I was like, that's a hard beat. I was like, yeah. that shit at that. I was like, yo, that K&L is different, bro. K&L is, is that little motherfucker is talented, dog. So I'm like, how the fuck did you find that, though? I'm like, how'd you know I rapped over one of your beats? He goes, oh, I just shazammed one of my own beats, and you came up. And I was like, oh, my God. Really? Bro, he shazammed the beat, and yeah, and it just popped up. And then my song popped up, 60 Seconds of Bars, bro. What? I'm curious how that even works, because like, is there a part? Maybe it's because the start of the beat is like the same as his beat, and you're not on it. Because like, I feel like if you're on it, if you're... Rapping, rapping on it then like there's sh the shazam frequency band thing but shouldn't then, work remember but they made start. out that update where like you could literally like if i wanted to that i could sit here and be oh where you can sing into it yeah and they'd be like oh the technology is getting crazy though that so he scary. okay interesting so he while, Jer while jerry is still holding a mic in his hand Yes, I, like, <laughs> I, I really need a mic stand. Is, no, but it is nice holding it in the hand, bro. It is nice holding it in the you hand. You can do some stuff. Just because, it. I mean, like for you, you get to breathe like this. Yeah, I can for me, down. I got to breathe like this. Can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like turning away from the from the mic. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so, okay, Andrew. So he shazammed his own beat. Yeah, his own and beat. And found you. Yep. And then. And then hit me up on Instagram and was like, because it was, he saw it was Tay July music. It was Tay July. And he was like, yo, man, I think you made one of my beats. Or not made one of my beats. I think you rapped over one of my beats. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, which one? 60 seconds of bars. And I was like, I'm going to need a few more of those, bro. I was like, your shit is fire. And so he sent me, I should have put it in there, honestly. I should have shot him out, but he sent me it. Nah, I can't do that yet. These are, these are secrets I can't expose until like the EP <laughs> drive. But uh, he hits me up. And he sends me a few. He sends me. He sent me like six beats, and I was like, "All right." I made. I don't have it in here, but I made like two songs. We're working on two songs right now, and I was like, "Okay, these are about to be fire." Like for the EP for sure. So you feel like you could maybe work with like one producer and like make like a whole. 
project. I mean, not that, not that like box yourself in, but yeah, but that's that's kind of like the idea of it, though. You want to have the yeah. same sort of trend if you're, you know, you want to. If if I'm doing KNL the bougie type beats, like you know, like sixty seconds of bars, it would be really hard for me to implement on an album or an EP. You know, five of those types, and then two with something else. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It wouldn't fit right. Um, yeah, but sure. I think that having like a like a personal relationship with a producer in general is nice. Like I've always kind of looked for somebody who's just working, honestly. Like it's yeah. not even like if your beats are good, like they can be good. And if I can rap over a beat, it's good enough for me. It doesn't have to be amazing. But what I do want to know is like what I do need to know is like, are you waking up the same time as me? Like when you hear certain songs, I'll say no sleep game because I'm literally up at fucking three, four in the morning making songs. Yeah. And if I have a producer, I hope he's doing the same thing. Like, even if like, you want someone that's in it. Yeah, it's like you want someone it. that's like do put in the reps. Exactly, put in the rap, bro. That's the thing. That's the thing that is like the scariest part about production, is like if you're not in it practicing, you're getting weaker. <laughs> like, I mean, there is this For thing real, about like bro. visualization and thinking about it. Like, you can think if you think about it all day long, maybe you can sustain. Maybe you can be really good because your whole mental consciousness is based around I want to make the best beats or yeah. I, I want to make beats like this. But like you really got to be in it. You got to be in the groove if you're going to be making the good shit. That's my brother was telling me in this. In the moment. He was telling me this like you know like I say he's the goat, bro. Like as much as I'm I'm a real like it is it is still hard even after being you know in iheart and everything like it is hard for me to take constructive criticism because like i think i see things a little bit differently like well what kind of criticism even do you get it's like oh that bar was weird it's like bro this is like sometimes you know sometimes i think it's just my brother being competitive like understanding brother bro i have a brother i have an older brother exactly i'm the youngest yeah so I don't know if they I, do I shit on purpose to be like, like a motherfucker can come back looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger and be like, yeah, bro, you need to lift more, bro. Get on my face. <laughs> like that, that's literally how I feel where I'm like, yo, check this out. And he'll just send me back the, it's good. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. That's like, but then like, you know, if we wanted to, you know, really rewind about certain things, is that what I learned from this is that what he had taught me was like, you never want to like look for somebody to, give you that battery pack and i'm like what do you mean like what do you mean by battery pack battery pack yeah because he used to make a lot of music like i'm telling you this like i said i'm just an extension of him bro i'm an extension of my brother so most people are like you know what happened to him like why is he not rap and like you know he was telling me like straight up like bro like i could send music to the homies i could send music to to people and i can get you know you you want to get this reaction of like that's amazing that's amazing but then you know that shit dies out like i could send you something and you could think it's the dopest thing in the world and it will last probably for like 20 seconds i'll be like oh that's sick that's sick i'll get inspired by something a little bit i'll be like let me make more music and then it just dies out and mm. he's like don't look at anybody else to give you that battery pack so now i'm looking at shit a little bit differently now when i'm making music i'm kind of like is the message there first off like will people follow along like is this the type of music that you play in a setting and people are going to talk over or is this the type of music that you play in a setting and everyone kind of stops talking and they're like 
I wait, I'm listening to what this dude is saying. You know what I'm saying? There's like science to that mm. now. But now I'm like, all right, I don't need the battery pack anymore. Like once I got past that, like being like, you know what? I'm doing this shit because I love it. I had a talk with JB today. Shout out my homie again. I had a talk with him and we we're like, like I had just saw my grandmother and my mom the other day, like on uh, on Saturday for my birthday. And I'm sitting here like, damn, like my grandmother's getting old, bro. And she, I've always come from a young family, like real, like family, like my real family, my mom and my grandmother, they're, they're young as fuck, bro. So I look at her, but now I'm 29, dog. Like I just turned 29. Like my brother's going on his 40s. I don't want to say that. Shout out analog dad. You ain't that old yet, nigga. But like, yo, young, <laughs> early 30s, early 30s. <laughs> but you know what's next, brother? Like it's like I'm about to be 30. So, you know, next year. So, um, you know, seeing like I started realizing that shit's like like life is so precious, bro. And like it goes so fast where I started seeing things a little bit differently of like, who am I really doing this for? Like, why am I doing this? Like, am I making music because I want the money? Am I making music because I want fame? Am I making music like why? And then I started realizing like, uh it is like kind of my outlet bro like that's yeah. like the only way dude i can talk about shit <laughs> i will i will say this i've told this to someone else recently it's like the only point of living is literally just to gain experience points like literally just to get better because you're gonna die yep and when you die i mean maybe you'll have some stuff that hangs around but the fucking sands of time are gonna wash that away and you're not immortal in any way. Even if you think, even even if you're the Beatles, bro. Yeah. Like if the fucking planet explodes, it's gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I get that in the sense that you have to recombobulate, restructure what it is that you're doing it for. Because when I got into music, I was doing it for respect, mm -hmm. and I realized that that was not the right way. Yeah, it's like being competitive. When I started doing it, I wanted to, I was trying to be competitive. Like, yeah. I was like, me versus this person. And now I'm like, all right, it's me versus me. It's you. Like, exactly. Yeah. And the battery pack. Who's giving you the battery pack now? You. Bro, Are you getting your the sleep? The best feeling ever ever bro are you putting in the work are you actually doing it correctly because you are the judge fuck the sleep i can tell you right now bro i <laughs> sleep's important the, but you know. I, it sleeps sleep's important to a certain extent at least in my life right now like i used to i've always been an early person bro i've always woken up at like and when i say early i'm saying like four or five in the morning like i just wake up and like maybe smoke a bowl but uh i would say yeah like I, I like being up super early for sure, and yeah. like getting the fucking job done. Like early I, bird gets the sleep. The worm. Yeah, like when I start sleeping, like shit. Like when I thought I told you before I came over here, I'm like, yo, man, I'm on my way, bro. Let me just take this quick nap, bro. I'll wake up yeah. and, you know, at four thirty. Cat nap, bro. That was thirty seconds. Dog. Was it nice though? Hell no, nah, it wasn't nice, bro. Uh, it, I heard when you sleep over like an hour or something like that, like it it makes it worse. Oh, like, I, used I to see. Sleep I tried to break. wait. I like texted you and I was like, I don't want to make sure I'm waking him up. But 30 Man. minute naps are kind of crude. Those are nice. See, I, I don't, I don't nap though, because I know if I nap, it fucks up my sleep. Bro. I For me, some when people, people say that, that drives me crazy. I don't understand that. They'd be like, yeah, so the healthy way to take a nap is for 15 minutes and 30 minutes. I'm like, 
You I can't even fall up, asleep bro. in 15 I'm, minutes. Exactly, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that logically does not make any sense to me. If I'm sleeping, I'm not. If I sleep for 30 minutes, I mean, maybe I try it, but I guess I can't knock something I don't try. But it just logically in my head right now, it does not make any sense. 30 minutes to sleep? What? Yeah. Come on. No, bro. I feel you. And we're, we're always trying to improve our uh, consciousness. You know what I mean? Like, if you can get to sleep. But you're kind of saying no sleep gang. Yeah, I say no sleep game because it's just it just flies too fast, bro. Like there's just been so many experiences and shit. Like just going through life and like kind of looking back on it now, and it's just like, damn, that shit really flew by. Like if homies, yeah. like there's certain homies that I lost and stuff and everything like that. It's like if they were still here, it's like that's crazy. Like I look on when that happened. Even when we think about Mac Miller and we think about Nipsey Hustle, it's like, damn. At this point, like it's been a while. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. that shit flew by. Like I felt like Nip yeah. was here yesterday. So I just have and then especially after the whole situation that went down with like Steve and like everything that happened with on, yeah, on I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we can one of our friends just unluckily was uh hit by He a, was hit with the fucking yammer. They fucking got him for no reason. It was like a fucking you know, shootout in the middle the of the street. Yeah, it was a shootout in like a drive-by apparently according Literally to Literally going to like 7 or whatever yeah, like the gas buying, station. Buying a pack of squares. That whole night is like the one of the most spiritual moments I had in my entire life, bro. Really? And I, yeah, definitely. It was it def like I wish Steve was here. Bro, I do too. Like and I and I, I'm not even going to try to talk I'm not even going to talk about it. All I can yeah. tell you is that the outcome of it though, what it did for me was like it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about I about remember time, talking bro. to you afterwards. Bro, too, like yeah. that shit's precious. Like time is precious, dog. Like motherfuckers want to say so much about you know, I'm going to do this shit this time. And I used to say that shit, bro. I used to wake up and be like like I forced myself to do shit right now. Like you think motherfuckers want to wake up and and like really be making music all day? Let's think logically here. Nah, I want to chill. I want to play Apex. I want to fucking eat some food. I want to go out and like walk to the beach. Like I want to chill. But then you start realizing like this is the shit I want to do right now. Like this is what I need to fucking do. Like you can't just like I can't. This is why I was saying earlier that I respect you because I, I realize you're pretty low key, dog. Like when you said you didn't talk to me, you know, we didn't talk for a second. Like it's been a second since I've seen you. Yeah, <laughs> you know but we, we left off on the same page that we were on before. Exactly. Like the last time I saw you was when we were at Duckler's house when, and I was playing you music and, and yeah. playing you yeah, and Graham yeah, in that yeah, corner. And you were that. like, we were, damn, we were bro. at a friend's house and we were just like playing beats back and but forth. Every Devon's time, bro, I feel like you yeah. run into a Mario mushroom, G. Every time I see you, bro, it's like you level up, dog. I'm like, I love, that's why I love the gaps because I'm like, I know you're working within the gaps. Like if you came, if if I saw you there and you didn't have me, that you didn't show me something new. Like I showed you something new, you showed me something new. I'm like, all right, we're on the same page, yeah, right, whether it exactly. be months or not. I'm glad you're still working on that. Bro. Like, well, like I, this comes from like a completely different discipline, but like the only thing that we have is being a practitioner. Mm-hmm. Like you choose what you want to practice. You're mm-hmm. never gonna reach perfect, never. but you choose what that is you want to practice it, it can be like like 10 things it can be one thing some people are very specialized mm-hmm. some people do a lot of things well but literally as long as you're practicing that's i think the only thing that's going to really make you like happy because if you're mm-hmm. not like i was looking out the window of my fucking house today having a transcendental moment being like <laughs> What is there in this life besides yeah. just work? And not that 
not that I'm looking at work as a bad thing. With that, we dip in and dip out. I gotta take a piss. I Let's pause. So bad, bro. I was couch hopping, barely had a home, stuck with my mom and mans, different one each week, different one to take each demon, I'ma see you when I see ya, little nigga mind your business, Aaliyah on the screen, paid rent a center for the image, front and center with the dinner plate, was used to eating on the floor, I did that shit the other day, it's different when your table only made for spades, the cards that I was dealt, was not an ace of face, so saying grace was not for shits and giggles, it was to say the day, so nigga stay and pray, that's day to day, Bang Grown baby told me pave away, and I thought about it. Cause working nine to five can't bring the dog about me. That shit was more like crypto night. I woke up laid off, it wasn't a crypto night. It's blessings in disguise. Shit, I was here before my brother's eyes, and I met a bona fide pot smoking nigga. Still competing with the top tens. So don't put me next to rappers who are not mad. A member this ain't coming for your chain. Shit, I'm coming for your relevance. I need to stop being so arrogant, I don't really care about them Went from being a Uzi fan to being the one that's sparing him Went from being backstage to being the one that's there for them Shit, everything can change, all in a matter of a minute In a matter of a minute R.I.P. Mac All in a matter of a minute Yeah, that shit, that, that shit's first, that's first day off You know what's funny as hell is that when I was in D.C., bro I was releasing this or when I when I performed it. I called this shit set by set. I said set by set twice. I look at the video and I'm like, yeah, you know, this one's called set by set. Two songs later, I'm like, all right, man, thank y'all for robbing with me, man. Hey man, this one's called set by set. Everyone's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone every song you got called set by set. It's just another set, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's about to I play. wanna I wanna I wanna hear some uh oh yeah, what is this? That's that. Um I want to hear about like some lyrics in there. Okay, yeah. So, so that that's called uh, first day off. So the reason why it's called that, we'll start with the names. The reason why it's called first day off, you'll hear me say a line about um, crypto night, like working nine to five. That shit's my crypto night. Yeah, because um, you work for Coinbase. Worked. Worked. With the, with the, the layoffs. Yeah, oh, bro. bro. I, I was yeah. gonna ask you, bro. I, so I was nah, bro. I love it. I love it. It was probably the best thing that ever happened to me right now. And you know, take every blessing as you can. Like it may be in disguise, but I took that shit for sure. Like at that when I first started, like making an absurd amount of money, bro. Like it was life changing. And like I'll play. We'll play a song in a second. Play a song in a little bit. But yeah, it's a song I made, and you'll hear me talk about like fifty k. And I was always in a position where I was like, like, what do you need to be like stable in life to pursue the things you want to do for fun? Because I, I started realizing like I was in a position where I'm like, I wanted to rap, but like my job wasn't paying me enough. Like at that time prior to Coinbase, I wasn't making enough money where I was like, all right, like I can't even pursue my dream because I'm too broke to even afford the equipment that I need first off. And like actually get down, you know, like I said, I, re I was recording out of shoe boxes. I fucking had a shoe box and put fucking foam covers and foam protectors inside the shoe box and was using a USB mic and recorded an entire EP like that. So like a lot of the stuff that's out, it's like, yeah, you'll hear it. But I was doing the best that I possibly could. So I was like, yeah, I was doing what I can with what I had at that time. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, fast forward to Coinbase, you know, you, you hear this song. Yeah, I got laid off from Coinbase and I made that song this. I think it was the same day I got laid off. So, yeah, they hear, Damn. you know, and it was crazy because that's why I was so life changing, because the first bar in that shit was like, yo, I was couch hopping, barely had a home, um, you know, stuck with my mom and man's a different one each week, different one to take each demon. I'm going to see you when I see it. So, you know, if we break that down, um, you know, before I moved here you know, to the north side and shit, you know, I was living with my mom, you know, over in Batavia, and, uh, shout out my Batavia niggas, Xavier, Elijah, Izzy, fucking AJ, Bay, you know, Chris, Jenny, Sarah Cortez, Ricardo, I love you, boy, there's a, a lot of people back there, though, that's when I first started getting inspired by skateboarding, because I got grounded, because that was when I was at that age where, like, my OG was, like, you know, get your ass back in the house before the fucking streetlights come on and shit. I was like, all right, whatever. Never made that shit. I was like, fuck the streetlights, bro. I'm coming home when I want to. <laughs> Got home, bro. Mom used to be like, yo, you're grounded. She grounded me one time for the entire summer, and I had a Walmart skateboard. The entire summer? The entire summer. A Walmart skateboard? Bro, a Walmart. And you know how the, the wheels bearings are, bro. are <laughs> Exactly, bro. They're like A-Bag 3. Bro, I'm pushing, dog. Like, if you have a Walmart board, G, like, you got to upgrade just because it's better for your health, G. You'll throw your back out trying to push one of them bitches, bro. Like, the wheels, <laughs> like, I swear, I would spin it. It's like... Yeah, yeah. it'd be like... <laughs> Even the grip tape has all sorts of unnecessary colors and shit. I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I used to just hold on to the balcony and like grab that shit and just like skateboard and shit. But um, but yeah, the first sound of that song, the the thing when I was living in in Batavia, you know, this is real shit about my life. And you know, and the reason I'm, I'm saying literally, it, yeah, I'm let's hear. Yeah, like the reason I'm saying this honestly is because like, no matter what. The shit's gonna come out in the music. Like, there's no hiding. Like, sometimes I'm in a position where I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't say that, but that shit was just in, like, that's that's what Tay July said, bro. Like, when you separate the two people, Devontae to Tay July, it's like, yo, Tay July wants to say that because he knows it's better for Devontae's soul, bro. It knows that if I say these stories or if I tell damn. these real stories about me, it will ultimately lead to me. It's almost like a form of forgiveness, bro, where it's like, all right, like you need to learn how to forgive. Like, and if I can say it out loud and like get with it, it feels good. It's really like air it out. Yeah. It's like, it's like therapy, bro. The same concept. Instead of, I'm talking to Logic Pro while you guys or other people, I mean, I've talked to a therapist too, you know, however you want to do it. But, you know, therapists, you know, they're amazing. Like, I I was dealing with one when I was, you know, going through a fucking divorce with a girl that I thought I was in, in love with. You know what I'm saying? So, that shit saved my life and we can re- we can we can go back to that story too but you know within that song at that time when i was a shorty it was different it wasn't like you know lavish cars like when you saw a fucking bmw bro or if you saw a fucking if i don't even think i ever even seen the fucking that's why i don't even know how to motherfucker say it. i said yo is it maybach but then you go on the internet motherfuckers be like no no it's called maybach is it called a paddock philippe or a Patek Philippe. I don't fucking know shit. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. So, damn. I, I just, I didn't know a lot. Um, so when I was living with my mom at the time, my brother and shit, like he was gone. My sister, you know, we all have different dads. I never met mine. And, you know, maybe, you know, it happened one day. I don't know. But, you know, my brother's met his. My sister has met her dad and shit. You know, so they were kind of always gone. I was with my mom a lot. And at that time, 
you know, she was fighting demons, dog. Like, I used to just be a shorty, like, sitting there. And, like, you know, she used to, like, she loved getting fucked up. Like, it was crazy. She loved getting fucked up. But the best part about it, though, is that she was always a very, very talkative. So, like, I would hear them. Like, I would just be in the living room and kind of just be sitting on the floor a lot. And just, or on the couch. And just, like, watching Scooby-Doo. Because at that time, like, I was a late night owl bro scooby dooby bro and you know how late that shit came on dog like that shit came on like i'm like late yeah. it was like before the cosby show like when real tv came on that's how you know you need to go to what sleep. was it, like boomerang or like cartoon network bro or? it was i was watching everything i was watching cartoon network i was watching nickelodeon i was watching but then i remember i think the first show that came on when it got pretty late i think it was i don't know if it was the cosby show or if it was the fucking Robot Chicken, but Robot Chicken when I was a shorty, yeah. bro, that intro used to scare the dun, dun, fuck out of me, bro. I used to be a shorty and be like, I need to go to sleep, go to sleep. Uh, I used to fucking Dude, tweet, Adult bro. Skin Swim used to like scare me. They would play like some trippy ethereal music. Bro, I'd be bro. like, I this is making Con- me feel uncomfortable. Contemplating my entire life at that. I've like, never contemplated my life like that, and I was like, this scares me, bro. Yeah, but I was, was just like text on the screen. I was like, uh, was action figures, like shoot. It was, it was, dude. That shit was crazy. Yeah, but I would, yeah. For the most part, though, I would let you know. I'd stay up a little bit, you know, through that, and like you know, picture these times, bro. I was really young. Like this was like, like this was before Will Met Junior High. So how old was that? Twelve. So it had to have been, yeah, like when I was like ten or eleven, like yeah. watching Adult Swim. Yeah, watching. Mike Valley, Valelli, whatever they call Mike Valley skate videos on active on when on demand was like the first thing that was popping. Like you have Comcast, get on demand. You have all yeah. the free shows. Fuck Netflix, fuck all that shit. That was, so I was watching that. But either way, yeah. My mom used to have a bunch of you know, not you know, she'd have random boyfriends and shit like showing up. And I used to remember when I was a shorty, like they used to treat her like shit, bro. They used to treat her really bad. Like they used to you know, yelling and shit. And I was never a confrontational person. So I guess according to my mom, like what she would say, like there was times where I would literally be like hiding under the table. I would just hide under the table because I just like hated it when like people screamed and shit and like yeah. never kind of been that kind of per- that, that kind of person. So I don't like when people scream either. Yeah, it was I, yeah. now I'm, I'm glad I'm older now. And it's like, I'm still the same way, which is nice. I won't hide under their table, but I'm just like, yeah, I remember my first, there. Uh, you know, if you're gonna get real, like I remember the first day of preschool, I literally hid under the table and was like, "Where's my mom? Like, I don't want to be Bro. here. Where the fuck am I?" Man, I was that yeah. motherfucker out there fighting niggas for no reason, bro. I was, I stayed in fights in Batavia. Like, I was always fighting. Like, I was stealing, bro. You know, I was, I was doing dumb shit. Like, and it, and it, it was a blessing that, you know, that family had picked me up. Like later on like you know in seventh grade like after in the middle of seventh grade yeah it got to a point where i visited a family friend of mine in glencoe and if people don't know where batavia is by the way that's like an hour west it's by aurora and like fermi lab and shit it's like factory style town Word. um but yeah i went to visit this family and they lived in glenview where i was living when i went to high school yeah and then uh ultimately it got to the point where it was like yeah, I'm just going to stay here. Like, my, I guess my mom had talked to them. And then, you know, I didn't like where I was at at that time because I was fighting a lot. And it was 
I would say, honestly, I was probably getting bullied, though. Like, I hate this. I'm 29 years old saying, oh, yeah, motherfuckers bullied me. But when I was a shorty, yeah. Like, I don't think motherfuckers really yeah, fucked with me. And it's not even like you were, like, a small kid either. Man, I was, like, I was riding bikes with pegs on them. So I was definitely grown. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just saying, you you always, like, I don't know. I mean, when you're a kid, it's just different. Just yeah, yeah. I, I just remember getting into a lot you of. You want to get fucked with, yeah. And it was just like I remember I'd be crying a lot, like going back to my mom. I My mom is a fucking savage, bro. My mom is the type of motherfucker that like yell off the balcony, like, "Hey, what the <laughs> fuck is guy? You got me in your ass in the house right now!" Like I've definitely, uh-huh. yo, yeah. But yeah, I got you know in the middle. Um, this is this is why I'm a year older. A lot of people don't get this story either. A lot of people don't know this. The reason why I'm 29 is because in the middle of that process of me moving, from what I remember, is that I had went to a high school or a middle school, and it was called Rotolo Middle School, and I was getting into a lot of fights, and I was just doing reckless shit there. And so I guess one day, the uh, I, like the principal was trying to I think he was trying to expel me or I think he was trying to expel me or no he's trying to suspend me I think he was trying to suspend me and my mom came in like boy she was lighting motherfuckers up she was like fuck all that type of shit like no like you're not gonna go here like they're not like you know it was one of those situations Mm. but me being so young I didn't realize what was kind of going on I was kind of like man I'm ready to fight somebody bro what's going on what y'all talking about yeah I've just been trained to fucking just like yeah, Defend. survival of the fittest type deal. I just had a lot of anger at that time, though. Just being young, like being a motherfucker that had no pops and shit. Like I was just going through all sorts of shit that I didn't understand at that time. Now I'm still going through the same shit, but now I understand it. You know what I'm saying? So it's different reactions. Yeah, different. you've done, you put in some work to understand. Yeah, exactly. Like that's it. It has cleared me up. But back then, yeah. So, um, I went to visit a family in Glenview, a, a family friend. And then ultimately it led to me staying there. It was like, all right, I never went And that's back. how we met. Yeah. That whole thing. But yeah. then when, the, when I was trying to get suspended, I basically got suspended. Or when they were trying to suspend me, they, they suspended me like halfway through or more in the middle of seventh grade. So when I came here, I had to restart seventh grade again. So I started from the top. So that's why I'm not necessarily an entire year older, but it's like a half year older because I was, mm, was I like had to redo it. Timing. Exactly. Weird thing. And I was the only motherfucker showing up at that time. Remember it, write it down. I was wearing Ralph Lauren polos, nigga. Hey. I was wearing khaki shorts, all that shit. I remember right in seventh grade, bro. And that's when motherfuckers used to hate on people. Like the polo shirts, the Ed Hardy's. Like, I had my mom at that. I came from Batavia, bro, where it was, like, K-Swisses and motherfuckers were rocking. I, I feel like I fucked, that, I fucked with that r- later. Like, I was into the bro. Ralph Lauren, like. Later, right? Later, yeah. though. It's it crazy. was definitely later. It, yeah. Let's, let's play a track. This song is this song means a lot. This is a nice song, man. This is changes. It's not released yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the rich folks had all the tools. Was new to school where people were strolling around in Air Maxes. Not K-Swisses and Foo Boos and state jackets. Used to call us tools. It was true, we stayed crafting. 
I stay laughing Same nigga screws and that's something that can't happen Used to say you book me, now it's different, just pay me after Now I'm in a plane feeling strange about every aspect Still get the shakes when I'm caught up in heavy traffic Ross in a Benz, we support it like every savage Don't get it twisted or get it backwards We ain't picking sides, I just know that they really active Is this a phase or it's really passion? Never had a hobby, everything was about make it happen I'ma make it happen the truth flies under all the pain, make it rain This soil getting dry, you need changes, need changes Move on, you'll be okay Just truth flies under all the pain, make it rain Your soil getting dry, you need changes, need changes Move on You'll be okay This shit kinda sucks cause nine days I gotta watch my actions Everything plays a factor Cause they don't never catch me lacking, that's never true Met a chick with curly nice hair and black spike boots Had me on a roller coaster tycoon Was confused and my fuse was like boom But I chew, I stay blessed, that's with or without you I've been on this mission since like two Could've been the one but now I'm going for top twos Top twos Alright Changes Check it out every I want to hear some breakdown because, like, I, I literally, I can't help it. The first <laughs> time I listen to a song, it's always about the beat and the music. Yeah, I yeah. love I love hearing your rhythm and voice, but, like, it's just, I can't help it. So, but I want to hear some lyrics. So, like, as, like what it means? Yeah. Okay. Um, so... Or what, whatever with, you want to say about it, too. Though. Yeah, that was, okay, so that that song, like I said, before we, before we played the song, basically... You know, when I moved here, I didn't know a lot of shit. Like, I was just a little, I was oblivious. Like, I was bred on one thing and shit. So, when I got out here, it was different. It felt like the best way to compare it was, like, you come from, I don't necessarily want to say nothing because I take nothing very seriously. Like, some people could, like, be, like, ramen noodles is nothing. Yeah, what is nothing? Like nothing is nothing. Nothing, nothing is that if you're at that point in your life and there's literally absolutely nothing you can do at all. There's always, I mean... You know, some people have certain physical disabilities and mental disabilities and certain things like that. But for me, there's never necessarily been like a nothing. Like I, I don't think I've ever been in my never point where, where I've been, been in like, a place where it's so backed into a. Corner. I've been hungry. Like I've yeah. been like I need something, but I don't necessarily like. I've definitely never had nothing. If I had nothing, I wouldn't have like my family. I wouldn't have a crib to stay in. Like I'd be staying on the streets and like doing shit like that. That would be nothing to me. But you know, I I just I didn't have the most. I had a little something. But, you know, that's why you hear me say, if you saw my Instagram bio, like, years ago, it was always, like, I'm doing what I can with what I have. You know, I was, like, I may not have, like, the best car, or I may not have, like, the biggest crib, or even a crib at that time, or I may have not made the best music. There's, like, a bunch of things, but all of those things, though, I was, like, I was either working towards. Having nothing is, like, not even having that mentality to even work towards any of that you're just like, like hopelessness I'm not, yeah hopelessness exactly like i've never i mean i could that. think of a situation where it is like you're the sur- the straights whatever like the it's so bad that's a deep that's the that's a scary spot to be in bro it is a scary spot and like what how would you actually react like what is your soul at that point this is deep but like bro, well, your brain i mean but, yeah. i mean it's literally just like a little bit of chemicals going on bro, just for like, any for anybody whatever. let's just say this for anybody out there bro like you know coming from the dirt or like not having saying that they have nothing bro like realize bro like they take advantage of the sh- you have something you know what i'm saying there's always something you know what i'm saying rather it be mm-hmm. a memory rather it be 
so, it has to be something. I mean, if I could think of, I could today. think of a nothing where it's like we're all fucking uploaded to the consciousness, you know, and it's like the the only thing like we don't have anything because it's I, there's no soul, I guess. That's how I'm I think people of mentally it. get there though. Like there's a bunch of yeah, people I know that mentally like, get there and you hear it. Like you've oh, had close yeah. friends that first like, bro, yeah. like you have you, a lot. You don't see that this is gonna sound actually spiritual and religious you don't see that light there's nothing that you see in your immediate presence that's like good you're like ah instant gratification for the most part is not is is mostly never good i'm not in my opinion yeah no you know what i mean this is this is some real shit (laughs) and we're breaking it down tonight (laughs) Yeah, yeah we're breaking it down tonight that there have been times where you're making music and I've told my or myself, I'm making music. I told myself, holy fuck, we're doing this. Yeah. And there is no better feeling, at least to me. Like that was the most gratifying thing. Do you I get put, in those trances? I put, my through, put myself through it. Yeah. Like it's like. There's transits. You know like, that you there's some magic. No? Have you gotten into a transit, like a, a trans where you're just like, when you're saying you're like, yo, I'm making music. And then all of a sudden you're like, you get into a different mind state where it's like, you're almost either, it's almost imagination. Mm. You're like, okay, I'm really doing this. Everything's working. Yeah. No, I feel that. And like, that's, that's the thing, at least for me that I hold on to where it's like, this is like the, the really fulfilling thing. Like it's, it lasts the longest fulfilling. Yes. Yeah. This is the one where I mentioned twice. I said, set. I'm playing set by set. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is All right. One. Next song. What's the next song? It's called Set by Set. <laughs> <laughs> set by Set. Under pressure, still ain't looking for a job though. I'm most underrated. They say I look like chance, but still won't give me one. But it'll come one day, just don't be late. And hey, you can shake my hand, just don't be fake or photophobia. I was never good with snakes. Probably cause they spineless or because the shit they ate. Hey, and we ain't got no place for you, especially at the compound where I compose. I'm dropping hella heat, you niggas dropping some compost. It's not close, but everything is about top boats and fake streams. Shit ain't what it seems, I hate dreams. But shit, I wouldn't expect it less. They used to do it for the vine, but now they do it for the check. See them dancing on the table, but I know chicks that'll do that because we vets. But fuck a label, I'll do this by myself. And we gon' take it set by set. We gon' take it set by set. Some of you niggas getting foul, we need a ref. Hey, watch out for that chick, I was a reference. Had me smoking weed before I was even eating breakfast. And now it's like I need it for a random evening checkup. Thanks for checking on me, thanks for fucking stepping on me when I needed you the most. I'm at another stage, it's time to do the toast. I just burnt that sage that we get for fighting off the ghost. While you tried to burn the goat. See, this is what's crazy. It's like even me, I'm sitting here listening to some of this stuff. And I'm like, damn, it's nice to know that I make music that makes you actually listen to it. It's not just background shit. 
you're not I don't think I'm the rapper that you would want to I don't think I'm the rapper that you play at parties like I said earlier I think I'm the rapper that you would be like hitting the L or taking the train with and like getting your day started throw that's just your personal shit say that for you bro and lady hell yeah do you want to play the last one then we'll go into the last question and wrap this bitch up yeah what's the last one I hear uh I think the last one is a dance with the devil what was uh no I sent you another one what was the what else we got there's changes lights camera action yeah. oh that was it. the one you literally just bounced yeah that, yeah. yeah that one i literally just bounced so we can do light cameras action in this one i just made this shit the other night lights cameras action louder than my words a fatal attraction to pussy money and drugs i'm switching factions not just from all the above there's plenty more of these stories about other people i currently curve doing me dirty just know that you wouldn't have first damn now I'm focused on a masterpiece Ever since Dash said that story about Master P I'm sticking to the music, I'm not doing this shit casually It's actually real, can give you something you can actually feel Charge the game, I don't have any deals Fuck a meal, I'm just happy I'm here Shipping heavy on my heart, but got a heart made of steel Have to talk to Logic Pro just to say how I feel Make a change. I used to wake up next to you. Now it's a paper plane and champagne bottles, empty wine like I'm fine dining. Some niggas want fame and others blood diamonds. It's probably due to pain, cause I had felt the same before I heard of stipends when my pockets had a diet. Was I dying just to live or was I dying? Alive and I'm well in this city full of violence. What the hell it got me shell shocked? PTSD type of nigga with his head locked. Listen to Dance of the Devil right after. Yeah. with the devil um i think that was one of the latest songs i like i recently released that one uh it's crazy this is what i like about music like this though is that it sounds when you listen to it it sounds really teed up it almost reminds me of like nipsey hustle where it's like you it's something that's 
the beat may sound super teed up, but if you actually listen to the lyrics, like, you know, a lot of people assume if it's a trap beat, it's a trap rapper. You know what I'm saying? A trap beat, I'm most likely going to be talking about doing some trap ass shit. You know what I'm saying? If it's a lyrical beat, it's most likely you're going to be very lyrical. Like we've already built that sort of that, that level there. But then when you get a beat that's for a lyrical person and a trap rapper over it, it's like, these are things that I'm trying to experiment with where it's like, okay, that's how I felt Nipsey was where it's like, damn, Nipsey's rapping over trap beats, but he's very lyrical. And it's not, it's interesting. I like shit like that. Shit's nice. Yeah. I feel that, man. Well, is there anything else you have to say about this one specifically? Yo, so I have a lot of music that I'm working on right now. That's for my fucking soul, for real. I don't, don't take this shit lightly. I'm definitely trying to make something that's magical. I'm trying to make something. I'm, I'm putting my heart and soul into a lot of the stuff that I'm making now. And the people that want to ride with me, bro, and the people that have been riding with me, like, for the entire time, like, Zuda and, and fucking Basco and my brother and Leon and shit and, you know, Tyler. Like, there's so many names that I can name, bro. If you guys just keep riding with me, bro, I promise you. Like, it'll get there. It'll all get there one day and hopefully... You know, we pursue the mission of changing people's lives and, and like, you know, they listen to some of these songs and they can go home and be like, you know, laying in bed or some shit and be like, yo, like I'm I'm singing these lyrics in my head and it brings them peace. If it brings them something or if it brings them understanding or if it brings them like, you know, anything, if it, if it plays a role in your life, bro, like I really appreciate that shit. Like I'm not the most I'm not super social. Like I'm not like, yo, like tag me in this hit me up on this hit me up on that but if you want to know what's going on with my life everything most likely will get exposed it's already getting exposed like if you're curious about who i am or if you want to know what the fuck i do or anything like that follow me on instagram that's just tay july music te the month july music ride with me i got your back if you hit me up saying anything like, yo, that shit's dope, I appreciate you, dog. If you make music, send me beats, send me all that shit, tayjulymusic at gmail.com. Um, and if you make music in general, bro, just keep pushing because I'm pushing. And, Gotta push. Yeah. And it's nice to meet Gotta homies push. halfway. Like, when you when you meet homies along that path, if it's not, most of the time, it's not at the beginning, you know? It's not at the beginning. Like, at the beginning when I was making music and, like, you just started making music, we weren't doing much together, but it's nice that, like, in the future, when you pursue that type of mission, there there'll be somebody there with you if he was riding with you. If he was real, bro, if he's real, you'll see him. Yeah, it's got to be the right her. time and the yeah. right place. But I mean, like, if everyone's done their due diligence and like putting the work, then maybe, yeah, you know. Yeah, bro, I'm excited to work with y'all, bro. Like, I want to make shit with you. I want to make shit with fucking Frankie. Like, yeah, we gotta get a Frankie. big yeah. Fuck. Honestly, we should have a podcast. Me, you, Frankie, yeah. just sitting here. D that Rose was be... one of the biggest songs. D he produced D Rose. Dude. And like most of the sh Frankie, the feedback that he's I the he's the godfather of this podcast because like <laughs> he's been producing longer than like me Bro. and just like I look up to him a lot. So yeah, same here. Frankie's a he's a savage. Melodies. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm say his I'm gonna say his government name, Kavasi. Don't don't look up Kavasi. Kavasi, <laughs> look it up. Also look up cool stuff for boys. Or for the boys, is it? Yeah, isn't it? Cool? I don't know if there's a it the, but the cool stuff for the guys or something like that. Either way, but yeah. the lore will be built. But I wanted to, you know, further this lore. Uh, the last question I have is: we started out with what's your first concert, but what was your favorite concert that My you've favorite. ever been to? Like it just was 
some reason stuck with you. I don't know. I don't want to say Wiz again. No, let me just be honest. I probably would say. But no, it's fine. I probably would. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to a lot of the music that I make, it, it would make sense. I would think, like, yeah, like I'm inspired by Wiz, you know, Taylor Gang type shit. Like, I've always been inspired by that wave. Like, they started such a powerful wave at that time, too, where, like, it made you actually feel like you were a part of something. And that's what's really important. Like, people will follow you if they feel like they're a part of whatever it is you're doing. You know, even if it's just, if it's pressing one key or if it's just like being there for you, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody likes to be a part of something. And I think at that time, like where I was at, like being a shorty and shit and like the music that we were, that we had too, is like, yeah, I would say Wiz was probably like the most inspiring rapper. And then later on, I would say the entire concept of like Taylor gang. Like when I started seeing like Sledger and produce and like Cardo, like Cardo and the beat produce, um, Burner and, you know, Chevy Woods, like it opened up my like music portfolio like an enormous amount like I, I i was only listening to wiz originally but then once i started and then of course he starts bringing on you know we knew snoop and then we started seeing snoop with wiz like a lot i was like all right i think this is the the route i want to take here like you know th- i think i want these people to inspire me because snoop's always been kind of that that og like he, he, you know he's not in you know, you could tell that he's like a he's a savage, but at the same time he's like <laughs> savage in like the business sense. Like at this point, bro, yeah, it's different. Like you can tell Snoop was like, bro, like yeah, I'm in this shit for the fucking music, bro. And like if y'all niggas are trying to play me and shit, like it is what it is. Like he was, I don't think Snoop was the time I figured out. Be like, Snoop's Snoop just still Hills, killing. Bro. Yeah, bro, like Snoop he's was, still killing. He had respect for the music, bro. Like he was in that shit. I look like like he seems it's like for the music from what I see, and then Wiz, you know. Yeah, like that would say Wiz was at that time. That was the GOAT concert. That was the that was the that first one. Have you seen him multiple times? Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, Wiz, you blew it when I went to fucking. Oh boy! When I saw Wiz after that motherfucker got that blonde streak in his hair, I was like, ah, you got about two months left, bro. When he got that blonde streak, and then I saw him with Thump and uh and and Brandon Brooks. Shout out Fines from the Thrift. If y'all motherfuckers want to find any sort of thrift, anything like that, Instagram Fines from the Thrift is classic, bro. I will not lie to you on a podcast. That's real. Check it out. But uh, yeah, we went to that concert and it was not the same. Was <laughs> it like that thing where they play the music and they're kind of jumping around saying a couple Bro. words? It was one of those things where like you hear some songs and you're so used to hearing them that without a live band, you're like, why is there a live band here trying to oh. play at 808? And some people love oh, it. Oh, okay. You know, so they tried to do a live thing and it just didn't yeah, work? Yeah, I think, yeah, like, at that point, I think that's when Wiz was fast forward into that point where he was like, all right, like, I'm going to have more live musicians. When I saw Wiz the first time, like we mentioned earlier, man, motherfucker, he put on a speaker, bro. Like, we were at the Metro. Like, it was crowded. We smoked that bitch out. And he was playing shit straight from the speaker, and it sounded like that. But when he started getting people on drums and, you know, stuff like that, I'm... I like it when it sounds original. Whatever I hear over the headphones, me personally, I like hearing it as close as I possibly can to that to to, to that style. You know, some people do the you know drums and shakers and guitars to like you know fill the bass and they add their own little you know shit in it. But you know, you got to be careful with that, in my opinion, for me, in order for me to like right. it. Unless you're Anderson Pack. You well, when you're Pack. like an eight hundred eight, is just not. It's gonna be way deeper than just like yeah. a guitar. Yeah, even, even if you have like a five string or something, melodies get switched. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like it's just you know, you know how it is when you get a, yeah. a group of creative people in a room, 
and I could say like, yo, let's let's do set by set. And it's like, this is how it goes. You could say, all right, well, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to add this a little bit of mine in that. Like, oh, I'm going to add a little bit of mine in this. I'm going to add a little bit of mine in this. And then it ultimately turns into like, you know, you don't want to let people feel you don't want to make people feel left out. So I, I get what he mm. was doing. But I, personally, that's just not my style. I just like listening to music the way it sounds like the way I've heard it on on the radio or something like that. I like it when it sounds exactly like that. Yeah. So fair. But Wiz, shout out Wiz, T God, No Sleep Gang, NSG. That's what I'm doing right now. SMCC, day one. J Snap back to fucking Tay July. EP gonna be dropping. Um, and a video. A video for changes. We played this shit on here. All the shit that you guys heard on here is not released, except for 60 seconds of bars. But uh, a lot of the shit's not released. So EP coming soon. Hopefully, I work with you, Jerry. Let's do it. Let's get some magic. Some skin. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Good shit, man. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for having me, bro. Of course. You know, 20. Yo, man, this is a $20 Uber, bro. A $20 Uber to get over here. Let's. We're going to make it work. Man, we're going to make something happen, bro. $20 <laughs> Uber here, $20 back. And I was telling Steve, bro, like, you can't even leave the crib without spending money. That's $40. That's tough, Isn't yeah. that crazy? $40. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, don't take I have a Uber. car, though. Like, I could probably drive you home if we wait. Man, we chilling, bro. Drink we a little bit f- on We this. might fuck around and make some music. Yeah, we might fuck happen, around. Bro. Honestly, I'm going to show you a beat right now. Show me one. Let's go. All right, later.